I've never been car sick a day in my life. You know that's right. It is episode 22, I believe, of I've Heard It Both Ways, and it's coming at you right now. I've heard it both ways. 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 Welcome back to I've Heard It Both Ways. I'm your friendly neighborhood backracker, Dr. Joe. Right along with me in the shotgun in the blueberry, as always, is my guy, Beef Wellington. <laughs> Beef, tell him. Oh, man. Uh, it's been a crazy week, but uh, this episode was exactly what the uh, Dr. Joe ordered. Yeah, yeah, it was it was neat. I tell you what, it's been a week, it's been a month, uh, it's definitely been a it's been a day, my friend. So uh, I'm happy to be here with you tonight. Uh, draft day. Oh yeah. Uh, so uh, you know, for all those, uh, you know, hopefully we get the dual screens going. Draft on one screen, the pineapple boys on the other, and uh, let's let's do the damn thing. Yeah, let's go right to our process. It starts with the holla, ends with the cream skull, and then you know, there's usually time in between for a little Thundercats. Ho! Oh! Uh, so yeah, I mean, I know you started off with a "Did you like it?" I fucking love this episode. Yeah, this is you know, it's funny because this has always been like one that I've remembered. Like season two, this is one I'm I'm always gonna recall. Uh, but then I was I don't know maybe just because the mood I was in today uh, when I was rewatching it, I go, it, it's funny, but the lines aren't as memorable and the crime is i thought it's it wasn't the strongest crime but still overall a pretty good episode oh you debbie debbie donner and me here i loved it um <laughs> we have watched... the same score though yeah we do we do we do because i was trying to dial it in because i was like oh, i'm gonna give this a seven and i was like if i give this a seven well what am i gonna give everything else that's right. better than this and uh, to your point, it doesn't have like the funniest lines of all time, but the highs in this one are super high. They're just they're just great. I was I was smiling ear to ear a few times, uh, and you know we can get to the cold open. It's even a good cold open. Yeah, yeah. You know this is one. Of, you know we've had a couple of these in a row now where I I don't have any Henry Prick alerts. No. And 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 the and the lessons that Henry is trying to teach Sean are good lessons. He does it in a very uh, fatherly way. You know, and uh, what I loved about this cold open, so it's Sean and Henry playing chess, which is great because <laughs> Henry's taking it super seriously and, and Sean's being Sean and Henry's trying to say, you know, chess, you know, it's it's an allegory for life. Judge mm -hmm. <laughs> And Ella, what? You know, <laughs> and uh, so she's like, you know, what's the name? He's trying to teach him the names of the pieces. Right. And I, I love this. This is one of my favorite. <laughs> he goes, and Sean, what's this piece's name? I call him Dwight. And the delivery of that line from that kid invokes real Sean to a T. Like, I call him Dwight. Perfect. Yeah, perfect yeah. delivery. Yeah. This one's B.A. Baracus. You know, it. It, was just, it was just perfect. So that was a nice, you know, little sentimental uh, moment. Didn't really have anything to do with the episode as some of the cold opens uh, do. But it was it, it was fun to see. And so uh, this was, uh, this like I said, this was a good case. It wasn't a great case. That's probably how I should put it. Um, so let me let me uh, rattle off uh, the synopsis uh, real quick. So two students claim that one of their teachers is a murderer after hearing a phone call. It is Juliet and Lassiter's one year anniversary's partners, and Juliet takes her first lead uh, detective job. So I thought that was a very fun subplot uh, in this episode because we got some real good bonding between um, Lassie and Jules, especially. You know, at the very end, and, yep. and we'll get into that. You know, so it's it, 
you know, we'll, we'll, you know, in our moment section, you know, where you got Lassie sort of given you know, all these bullet points, you know, uh, rules, you know, for Jules to follow. And then what he says there at the end, I thought was probably one of the best moments between those two. Yeah, it was a great moment. Uh, their chemistry in this one's great. I do love the side stories, especially when they run a little bit concurrent to Gus's and uh, Sean's main story. Sometimes they don't, and that works too. But yeah. I thought, I thought the case was actually pretty good, and I kind of liked the way that they worked him in, like uh, yeah. because you, it was kind of the okey doke of you know two kids uh for both of them being like yeah we're just gonna write this off i did love when he's going through the cases that he's potentially gonna give her and it's like bake sale slap bite i know you laugh but that one got out of hand last time i had to use my taser so like he is such a good actor and even that little like uh back and forth right there is it's just fantastic stuff yeah and uh so uh, what i should say is i i think it's the motive that that really yeah. isn't my 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 the, the case itself actually is pretty good and the way they go about solving it and all that is but the motive at the end when they kind of put it all together I was just, I, it was just kind of like eh okay I guess that's but anyways we'll, we'll we'll get to that so this was this was this was a great uh, open because it kind of got back to Sean doing the um, uh, my boyfriend is cheating is my mm -hmm. boyfriend cheating gigs. And Gus even mentions that. He goes, listen, we've had some good work lately. If you're going to start doing that shit again, you know, count me out. You know, I, you, you know, I don't stop, stop wasting my time. But, you know, Sean tells them they got some clients, you know, back at the, uh, the psych office. Mr. Shockley uh, and Mr. Goddard. It's right. And uh, we, we're meeting them at two. Well, it's 218. Yeah, but you had to order the, you know, whatever the dessert was. That was you, Sean. So. <laughs> Great little back and forth, but they get there expecting two adults, and they get they get the two children. Uh, and these two kids were great, Billy. Uh, oh, I loved him. I loved you know, him. I'm surprised when you did the quote and I went to go put in my quotes, you didn't have anything from him. They were great. It, yeah, you know, I, I was thinking about it, and I'm like, do I, uh, I'm like, Billy, Billy will get it. Billy mm -hmm. will get it. Billy will, will clean up what I what I don't put in here because the kids are great. Because on one hand, they're real funny, but that ginger kid, like, I kind of want to smack in the mouth. Yeah, he's got know? a stupid haircut too. Yeah, you know, uh, but the, but they're great because they're great. At, so these kids uh, are from the Meitner School, which is a school for uh, for gifted youth, for gifted youngsters, uh, if you will. And so they're at the psych office because no one else is taking them seriously. They go to the cops, which will come into play in a little bit. They they brush them off. So now they're at the psych agency because they were. This is the best. They were hacking into NASA because I think they were using Morse code. Yeah, to tell someone at NASA the word boobs. Boobs. Yeah. <laughs> which was which was great because just the look on their faces as they say boobs is exactly how you would have said it at you know 13, 14 yeah. years of age. And even Sean's like, you gotta admit, Gus, that was pretty funny, you know. And uh, but while while they're doing this, they stumbled upon uh, a phone call. They overheard uh, a man with a deep, gravelly voice uh, you know, talking to their cousin Muriel. Yep. Uh, that, you know, someone is going to die and it's going to happen in two days. And so this is sort of what the, the case is, it revolves around. He's killed before and he'll kill again. So, yeah. uh, you know, they, they actually take this case for a couple of reasons. One, because Sean's up to take almost any case. And Gus actually, you know, we'll find out later, didn't get into this school. So he's all about the school because these kids are geniuses, technically near genius. So he wants to go in and he wants to investigate this because he wants to, you know, see what he missed out on and actually do a little investigating on his own vial. Yeah. Cause he wants to see why he didn't get in. And, and so. Could have been the next one. Wickenstein. Yes, right. 
I was trying to look that up. I'm missing something here. Uh, but anyways, <laughs> so you know they have to they have to figure out how they're going to you know you know skulk around the school and investigate. And and I love this little. There's a great little back and forth between between uh, Sean, Gus, and the two kids here. And so Sean's like, this is great, but how are we actually going to get into the school? And, and Gus goes, I, I've got this figured out. We're documentarians, and we're going to be doing a documentary. Teniuses. Teniuses. Teniuses in the mix. In the mix. And, and Chuck goes, teniuses? And Gus just goes, in the mix. You just have that on the, the tip of your tongue there. Teniuses. <laughs> uh, but the actual cover is that the kids, I guess, get to pick a guest lecturer a semester. And so they, they chose a psychic uh you know guest lecturer so that's how sean gets in this goes kind of brings us to one of the highest you know points of the show is is the is when sean is uh you know in the classroom you know giving his guest lecture uh but while they're in the school they're sort of you know they're going around you know they're just trying to do some you know investigating before sean actually has to teach his class and they spot the janitor i love this and uh they they know how to find little people mm -hmm. right Yep. This was, you know, this was a, a little smidge of a man. Mm -hmm. And so they spot the janitor, the little dollop of a man. And uh, Sean goes, well, this guy has a deep voice. He's our killer. He's El Suspectoro Numero Uno. Yeah. And they walk up to him. He's just got the highest pitch voice you could possibly imagine. It was just a great <laughs> little little thing they threw in there. Yeah. My, I said something's amiss in your uh, world. Yeah, my lumbago is flaring up. Yeah. <laughs> Which I'm assuming you would know is like back pain. Yeah, it is. It's lower. It's lower back pain specifically, and uh, uh, I used to know the diagnosis code for that off the top of my head, but it's been a year since I've had to type it in. But uh, that is sort of generalized, uh, non-radiating low back pain. Here you go, <laughs> doctor, folks. Yeah. So, but that was, you know, so that was so they're kind of skulking around, and then they're uh, they're, they're they're going towards the front of the the front office of the school, and who do they find? But but Jules and Lassie. Yep, and it's a great little back and forth that they have. Uh, Lassie's uh, spouting out some rules that we'll get to, and uh, I just love Jules kind of like uh, uh, as, as like he's like you were involved in my case. What case? We're just here. They've been after me forever to teach a uh, a lecture. And I forget exactly how she phrases it, and uh, like don't get in my way, Spencer. And then she yeah. kind of like noddingly apologizes to him. So uh, it's a little 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 cutesy thing back and forth with the two of them, but uh, a good scene to kind of set up that now that they're in on this case. Sean and Gus are full in on this case. So they're working separately, but together. And uh, I kind of always like when they do that. Yeah. And, and, and this was great because I love how I just love that little wrinkle because it's a side story. But then, you know, when we get to the crux of it right before the big reveal, they, they, they intersect. And, and, and like you mentioned before, like, you know, you know, Lassie's rattling off a bunch of cases and finally he gets to this. He goes, Oh, a couple of kids, uh, you know, came in and complained about their teachers, and this is showing the dismissive nature of, of the cops towards the the two students who hired uh, Sean and Gus. And, and Jules is just like, this couldn't be the any more of the lowest priority case uh, that you could have possibly given me. But it's it's fun how they they kind of you know intersected like that, and so um. You know, we get a lot of time in this episode spent at the school, you mm -hmm. know, just sort of, you know, walking around trying to pick up clues. You know, Sean does his 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 guest lecture thing. And this was this was a great scene, you know, and this was actually most of the episode where he's you know, it, it's what's great about it is that 
you know, he's in there, but, you know, he's trying to, you know, suss out, uh, you know, potential suspects and the kids are really fucking smart, like just as smart as he is. And they're calling him out on his bullshit, which was fun. You know, he's like, oh, well, you could just be hyper observant. You could have just smelled my cologne as I was walking in. And and so we get like, you know, they 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 kind of zero in on a suspect. Um, I believe it was the math teacher is the one that they they zero in on here. Yeah, Professor Han. Professor Han. Uh, they go to the the teachers' lounge and they figure out that uh, you know he's the guy. Probably uh, they get the clue about the uh, the little S S X Y thing. Yeah. You find that in the uh, Lost and Found. You know he's so sexy it hurts. Um, but yeah, they are they're honing in on the suspect. And, you know, the next day they're coming in to actually teach the class and they get the carpool ride home yeah. with Han, who turns out to be a giant. He's the prick in this one. Yeah. Um, I do like the little interaction that they have in the teacher's lounge when uh, Sean goes in there. He reads all the people, you know, violin, hickey, chem lab teacher. Yeah. But I love when he opens up the donut box. He's like, who left a tent? Yeah. <laughs> who would do that? Because I've seen that done before. That's and I've right. actually done that. Who would leave a tent? Because yeah. it is just like, I hate, you know, you either take at work, you know, when they put the stuff in the break room, you either take a half a donut or you take the whole donut. You don't cut it in any smaller pieces. Be a man and either eat a half or a whole. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and yeah. I mean, honestly, you should just take the whole thing. Yeah. And, you know, if you're not going to eat the whole thing, well, you, you take it because, yeah. you know, ideally, you know, donuts are a little messy and you got to get your whole fucking mitt on there to cut the thing in half or to rip it in half. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, especially in this day and age, but even before COVID, you know, who wants to eat a donut that someone else has manhandled? Uh, right. So just just, you know, people out there, take take the whole damn thing. Um, but yeah, so actually we get a, you know, when they were talking to the janitor, the janitor had mentioned that he had, you know, he found this pin on the floor uh, from a couple of days earlier um, after hours sort of thing. Um, and when they find the pin in the um, uh, the lost and found, it's the same one that the, the math teacher has. So it's, it's a math thing. It's a calculus thing that's why they hone in on the math teacher there and i loved the carpool ride because they they they, they, they hop on the carpool because they know han's going to be on it so they want to try and get some information from him uh and the guy that's driving is the gym teacher mm -hmm. and gus goes oh man or sean goes it must be so cool being the uh the gym teacher at the school because you kidding me i start my day off with 50 permission slips saying why a kid can't you know compete in gym class because he's got asthma and then one of the parents sued me because their kid fell in. You know, so just like, yeah, he threw he threw a dodgeball at him and he wet his pants or something. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, great. I was like, it, it, they they wrote that perfect because this is exactly what you'd expect, uh, you know, at that type of school. And then uh, another scene that I loved is when they're sort of walking around uh, <laughs> with with the principal, and, and you just see all these kids reading these thick, dense books. And Sean goes, uh, "Oh, what is this uh, study hall?" And they, this, is, this is recess. <laughs> Do you smell that? It smells like teen spirit, teen spirit. <laughs> <laughs> which was just, which was absolutely great. Uh, but um, so they, they kind of zero in on Han here and the kids are kind of badgering him for, you know, for information. Sean's teaching the guest lecture. He invited Han there because he's trying to size him up a bit. See if he can, you know, get a confession out of him. And then afterwards, he's talking to the kids, and the kids are like, oh, yeah, Han, you know, he was involved with this thing that happened uh, a few years ago. So we get a little information on Han here about about five years previously, he got to a physical altercation with a student 
Uh, the student attacked him, and I guess what happened was Han caught the kid cheating and uh, was trying to blackmail him for his tuition money. Um, and so the kid you know, beat the shit out of him or tried to beat the shit out of him. And the kid ultimately got expelled uh, because you know the principal sided with the teacher on this one. And so it sounds like, you know, this guy's got a bit of a motive for these sort of things. Yep. Uh, you know, they say Han's a dirty, filthy blackmailer. They have the nice back and forth about uh, the movie. Uh, yep. <laughs> so what is it? Uh, it's not snow falling over cedars. That's the one from uh, Horrible Bosses. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's escaping me. It's, it's like, like a Gwyneth Paltrow vehicle that I know oh, I have. Sli sliding doors. <laughs> sliding doors. Yeah. <laughs> like, I just love that drop. Uh, I know I've never seen it. And he, like Gus was like, no, it was me, you and whoever. Yeah. Um, I know I just, if I'd seen a Gwyneth Paltrow vehicle, Gus. Uh, it's so good. <laughs> you both say, no, it was me, you, and Missy Isaacs. Yes, um, yes. Like, <laughs> hilarious, hilarious stuff. Um, that's where you find out that Gus didn't get in. He freaked out because, you know, uh, you know he could have got qualified for financial aid. I also love when he meets the professor and yes. he tells him, like, oh, don't you remember me, Professor Enrico? I tapped yeah. that in uh, Takei Trictrometer, which is like a fucking like a poetry like rhythm. Yeah. So he was just like a super nerd at a young age. So I absolutely love that. Um, it, well, the it best was part about that was that, you know, he went up to the guy expecting the guy to remember who he was. Yeah. Like 20 years later. Yeah. <laughs> and so anyway, yeah, he's like, Oh, I remember I tapped. He's oh, okay. Oh, that brings a bell. <laughs> yeah. So oh, it's uh, you know, it's, it's not like you said, it's, it's kind of, it, I wouldn't say it's a bad case. It's a little convoluted maybe to get to the point. Because I do actually like where it was heading because they give you a good swerve in this one. Yeah, the, the, the swerve is good. And they they, 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 they plant the seeds, you know, because Han does uh, play the perfect role of the bad guy. Because in that first carpool ride, he is, oh, we got a set swag oh, inside. Oh, yeah. Hey, kiddo, you want to pop up real quick? You say, hi, say hi to Mr. Billy. Hi. Say hi, Mr. Billy. Aw. <laughs> Cutest podcast in the DSG. Can you say goodnight? Tell the people, say goodnight. Hello. Goodnight. <laughs> Have a good one, Squirt. <laughs> oh, man. So uh, bringing it back in, I was what I was about to say, you know, before the kid walked in, I didn't say some bad language, was that, uh, you know, that first carpool ride, you know, he's a real prick. Mm -hmm. And like, you know, and then when you find out about the altercation and he's got a history of, uh, uh, you know, blackmail, like, okay, this guy, I mean, he very well, you know, he's involved in this definitely somehow. And and so, like, the seeds were planted. It was definitely going in the right direction. Again, for me, and we'll get to it in the big reveal in just a moment, you know, was the, the, the motive um, of what brought, uh, you know, the, the killer, you know, and you know who, you know who the who the killer was. Yeah, you're right because the motive is a little weak in the standpoint that like if I was the actual killer of Han, I would have just paid him because yeah. what he's extorting him for, you know, pretending to be a munchucker kid is a way bigger crime than yeah. just cheating on test. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, you know, they they you know they they've honed in on Han. And so Sean's big plan is, okay, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to be the ones driving the carpool. It's our, it's our carpool day. And Gus is still pissed off about finding out that he actually got obsessed. Uh, he's actually, that he got, <laughs> he qualified, he made it in, he got accepted to the school. So he's been obsessing about that. And he's pissed, but he's also pissed that they're going to be giving a potential killer, uh, you know, a ride in his tiny little car. And when they pull up to the house, 
Kablooey. Yeah, no, he's uh, he's dead. And I also yeah. think, uh, what was it? Uh, didn't Sean go like, uh, you know, it's murder day and that's what you're wearing? <laughs> They're yeah. just like nice little, just uh, back and forth banter between the two of them. But yeah, yeah. we find out Han's dead, um, you know, because they were going to be in a confined space with the killer. Gus was getting a little uh, squirmy. They go there. Jules and Lassie are already on the scene. They say it's an accident. They say it was the, the coffee. But we got the tidbit about Han that he likes Italian coffee, espresso. Uh, I think this is where I also get the, you know, what are those things called? You know, they're not cashiers, baristas. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't make up words, Gus, okay? Um, <laughs> but, you know, they know that, you know, Han wouldn't make coffee if he's going to get his fix in the morning. So they know something is up. They know that he wasn't the original killer. And now they have a real other murder suspect on their hands. Uh Lassie asks Jules if she wants to give up. You know, do we go with the investigator? She says no, because the kids predicted this would happen. So it kind of does set up like, all right, Han's out of the way. He was suspecto numero uno. Who do we have now? Yeah, and they got some good evidence, you know, mm -hmm. which was a little convenient because that house was torched. Yeah. So you would think all paper, you know, anything that was paper, you would have gone up in flames. But, you know, he happens, you know, Sean happens to look down. He notices that. Han was in financial trouble, and then he had a big payment due, which was that coincided on the same day as Murder Day. Um, you know, so he said, "Okay, that's where we sort of get this extortion plot. Uh, perhaps uh, could be the case again." Uh, and then he sees a file, or he sees uh, something that says Muriel uh, Juvenile Hall on it. Mm -hmm. So the name Muriel has come back again. And so this gets Sean thinking. And so we, we, we get our classic, we got to go to Henry's house. But they don't go to Henry's house to get uh, help from Henry this time. They actually go to Henry's house to set him up as a potential patsy using yeah. his computer to hack into the juvenile uh, database. Yeah, he finally brings the geek squad there and he's complaining. <laughs> so uh, they just did it. So it would be a wild goose chase that the hacking was at, you know, a, a former policeman's house. But that's where they get the big piece of evidence yeah. that uh, Kirk Goodall uh, or uh, whoever the hell it was, uh, the kid basically that was in the class that Sean sent to the office for kind of making him look like a moron. Yeah. Um, you know, was in a photo from like 1991 or whatever, from basically 20 years ago. Um, so the kid is playing way older than he appears to be. And they find out, you know, why he was in juvie because he killed the kid. So it kind of starts putting all the pieces together for Sean that, okay, so Karn clearly found out that this kid was much older than he says he was, started blackmailing him and he whacked him. Yeah. And, and this is why that, you know, that, that lecture scene was so great because he's he was one of the kids that was kids in, in quotes that was giving Sean a hard time about being a psychic. And maybe this is because he didn't want Sean figuring out what the hell was going on. And he was trying to, he tried to show up Sean and Sean was like, right, go to the principal's office. Yeah. Right. And he noticed he had some weird zit cream on his face yeah. and right. Some razor blades, you know? And, and so that's where he sort of, you know, he puts it all together. So we can, we can jump into the, uh, the reveal here. Mm -hmm. uh, and so, you know, as you're saying, so this kid's name that Sean had sent to the principal's office, his, uh, you know, he's listed at the school as a kid named Kirk uh, Goodell, Goodle. and Goodle, Griddle, and <laughs> <laughs> and so when when the kids were looking up, uh, you know, Kirk Goodle in um, his his name came up, and he they, he saw a picture, right? And so he, that's the same kid. 
that Sean sent to the principal's office, but the picture in the juvenile hall, you know, uh, record was from 15 years ago. So he takes his information to Jules, has Jules use, you know, actual police resources to learn that Kirk Goodall was actually a child that died with his family in a car accident and that this kid, uh, you know, stole his identity so that he could uh, go to school because this is, and so this is the part that wasn't my, my favorite. His whole motive was to go to the Meitner school because he couldn't get into any good colleges because of his record. Well, so, yeah, he killed a person. Yeah, yeah. Right. And so he can't get, so, but he, he wants to go to Ivy league school. So he steals his kid's identity just so that he can go to school, graduate, you know, go to college and during this, you know, Professor Han had figured it out, tried to blackmail him, extort him. And it, rather than just, you know, pay, I mean, he, he couldn't pay him. I don't see, you know, guys committing fraud. He just, obviously doesn't have the money, uh, decides he's going to kill him. And, and you know, it, it, so it all just sort of, you know, came together. And it came together pretty quickly. This is one of those quick, like, you know, uh, you know reveals, wrap-ups, you know, whereas the episodes prior to this had been, you know, much you know the seeds have been planted you know a lot more methodically yeah but i mean once you kind of get this piece of information it's kind of easy to kind of click it in like oh all right this kid's 30 we know he's the guy we know what he did we know why he did it i did kind of like it because i liked you know the reveal was actually pretty good in class they made a whole thing about it yeah um that part of it was great that part uh yeah he's wearing makeup is he gay well no well, I don't know. Uh, yeah, that's that's like, two episodes this season where they've made uh, gay jokes, which they you couldn't do now. It, no, you couldn't. But like, I don't think this actually plays bad now because no, they he actually malicious. is like no. Well, maybe I don't know. Like, yeah, they weren't yeah. like malicious. The, the 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 Gus one was a little bit out there, but I think this one, like, I, I think you could play it today and not get in any trouble. Yeah. I actually thought it was you know. A good little piece of comedy there. I loved, you know, Jules asking him about, like, what do you use? What, you, what kind of moisturizer do you use? Uh, I love the why do they always run? That's always a yeah. great one. Um, <laughs> the, kid, the first thing the kid does, he just gets up and, t- you know, a kid, I call him a kid. First thing the dude does is get him up. He's like, you fucking idiot. Yeah. yeah it's in every Lauren Order episode, too. Just the yeah. why do they always run? Uh, yeah. Even in one of my favorite community episodes where they spoof it and both guys go to say the line, why do they always run? Uh, it's just. Uh, a classic breakdown, a very good breakdown. I liked it. This is the Jules and Lassie moment that you talk yeah. about, uh, you know, with uh, him letting her use uh, his cuffs, right? And, you, yeah. you know, I'm going to need those back. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I, I really just thought, like, the whole case, I just had fun watching this episode. I yeah, don't know it was why. Fun. Yeah, it was very fun. I just, you know, I, you know, the, the cases I think are so good and, and the mm-hmm. motives, you know, are usually, like, perfect. And this mm-hmm. one, it just felt like, it was it, again. It was good, not great. It's not to, not to yeah, say I didn't like no. the episode, but we can that have was different opinions. It's okay. Yeah, that was my one. That was my one letdown uh, yeah. with this episode. Yeah, I, I I I liked it, and I liked it a lot more. You know, this is. I think we're at this question now, basically, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, did I like it more than I remembered? And I did. I loved it. <laughs> yep. You're right. Oh, oh, oh man, Scotch wrong too. <laughs> A little too much scotchy scotch scotch. Um, yeah, so I really enjoyed this one. I've watched it uh, twice today, a couple of times over uh, the last week. And, you know, we'll get to the quotes, which I think they were. I actually love the quotes in this one. A lot of good pop yeah. cultural references. I saw you added that in as a section, too. So yeah. uh, 
I just had a lot of fun every time I watched this episode. Not that I don't every time. Like I've watched, I watched like, like it's my job and yeah, basically now it kind of is. So, um, <laughs> but this one, this one never, like I, every time I watched it, I had a smile on my face. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, this is always, this one's always stood out to me. You know, when I think of season two, you know, it's it, always, it's American duos. It's 65 million years off. It's, it's meat is murder. And this one, this one has always just sort of left an imprint with me because uh, the kids, I, I, the kids that you know that were in this were were, were great little additions, uh, you know, to the episode. And it's just, again, the humor's there, and and it, it it's just a lot of you know good little you know, quick quips. Yeah, you know. Uh, so let's get into some of our favorite moments, and uh, I'll, <laughs> I'll I'll kick it off with the first one because this, this this one was great right off the right off the rip. Uh, Sean is doing an impersonation of Gus. And uh, he goes, there ain't no case here, Sean. Just a couple kids crying wolf. I love this, too, because then Gus goes, I don't sound like Richard Roundtree, Sean, yeah. who's Shaft. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just a phenomenal pop cultural drop. Anytime they impersonate the other one, it's hilarious. So I absolutely, uh, uh, that's a good call by you. <laughs> and this is a great episode for references. So that is something that I added that we will get to. Uh, but I added, uh, you know, for running gags, just... Start keeping track of all of the uh, the oh, references pop culture dumps, yeah, because uh, they were fast and furious uh, yeah. in, in this one. Um, again, opening scene, you know, you know, Sean was uh, Gus had said something to the effect of, oh, "Come on, Sean, I was the king of high school." And Sean goes, "Just because you carried a scepter doesn't mean you were king." Yeah, that's because I was in Macbeth, dude. You played Banquo's kid, and they even bring that up later, which is why I love this show. In the, uh, I think the first Yang episode where uh, Gus is doing his fake out of breath voice, and oh. um, Abigail's like, and he's a terrible actor. He's terrible now, and he was terrible in Macbeth. Yeah, which is just, <laughs> oh, I, I can't wait till we get to her episodes because oh, hey, so good. Lo- lo- love me some Abigail Lightar, but oh. uh, just some, some, yeah. And but she was there was just some great some great episodes uh, with her, and especially when she wanted to meet Henry, oh. you know, for the first time. That was uh, that was a hoot. Uh, but I loved. I think my my one of my favorite. I think maybe my favorite thing of this episode was the Lassie mentoring Jules, yep. you know, sort of part of this. And and so you know, Lassie had all of these rules for Jules, you know, because she's taking lead on her first case. She she even tells them, you know, the chief said this is a good idea. It's your job as senior detective to, to mentor uh, the younger detectives. And so, like, you would just get these little scenes with Jules being Jules. Just she's always polite. She's proper. And and Lassie would just jump in at every moment to, to correct her. So some of my favorite ones were, you know, she's you're complaining about uh, you know, the case. She's like, you're giving me the lowest priority case. And he goes, rule number one, O'Hara, there are no small cases, only small detectives. You yep. know, and then he's got, you know, some of the other ones were, uh, you know, there's a, she wants to talk to, you know, the secretary, uh, you know, behind the front desk at school because she needs to get a list of the classroom for, you know, these particular kids were in. And she goes to the back of the line to yep. wait her turn. Lesson <laughs> number two. Yeah. Cops don't wait in line. You jump right to the front. Even at a Starbucks, you know, <laughs> yeah. and then and then she said something, uh, and he goes, "Please don't say thank you. Definitely don't say hi." Uh, Spirit Squad auditions were ten years ago. You're yeah. an authority figure. Act like one. Lesson number three. Yeah. Uh, see, don't quote. Wait, don't quote uh, corn pone country bumpkin sayings to the commanding officer. Which 
I love the word yeah. corn pone or whatever. Yeah, corn pone, country bumpkin. I love it. Yeah, yeah, that was lesson number four. Yeah, and then she asks, "How many lessons are there?" Six hundred and thirty-eight. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, let's see, and then and this is where she says, uh, "You know, this is where Sean and Gus uh, enter." She goes, uh, "You know, stay out of her way. Don't get involved, Spencer." Um, I love it. And then this was this was I think the the best moment because this shows you just how much these two like mean to each other and the relationship as partners going forward. Um, so, you know, you know, Jules, you know, sh she solves the case, but you know, Sean had, you know, given her a bit of help there, but he didn't say he didn't do his typical Sean thing uh, here. And this is where Lassie turns to Jules and he says, there's one last lesson, forget all the other lessons and realize you're a good cop. Yeah. And I love that. That was just, that was it. That's, that moment on, these two, you know, are going to, you know, fight in the trenches for each other. They respect the hell out of each other. And that's what those two, you know, mean to each other right there. That one line. Yeah. And, you know, you've seen it over the years, especially when Lassie had his, uh, you know, the, 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 the real guy there. Uh, why can I never think of his name off the top of my head? Uh, Ombudsman. Yeah, Timothy. Uh, yeah. Timothy Ombudsman had his uh, health issues. Like, she was, like, there. They all cared. But you could tell they had a special connection and bond and i think from here on out it really is great and only grows and in the episodes where you know her life is on the line and him and sean are both in trying to save it in different points um it's phenomenal i think in the the second yang episode when uh they're going to save abigail and he's yeah. like you worry about uh uh her i'm gonna go save my partner just stuff yeah. like that yeah. you know uh this kind of stuff builds a nice foundation for that so uh, i thought that was another good call on your part there yeah, I just, I just loved it. It was just, you know, because you weren't expecting that line to come uh, uh, at that moment. And, and, and it was absolutely perfect. Um, and then we had some Jules moments where she's standing up for herself. You know, mm -hmm. Lassie's trying to take advantage, you know, of this position. And and she she wheels up this entire load of case files that she wants him to go through. He's like, I'm not doing it. And she goes, this is the kind of shit that you pawn off on me all the time. You're doing it. So she kind of lays the law. And he goes, you're drunk with power. You know, a little because <laughs> I know, right? That you know, and then she does her cutesy little jewels thing. So, uh, <laughs> and have it done by tomorrow if it's not too yeah, much trouble, yeah, yeah, exactly. So, classic jewels, but I just uh, that this is the this is this is jewels. We got we, we we are locked in and loaded now. The characters are who they are, yep. um, except for Sean, still got that stupid soul patch, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which continues. I think it's the worst. Over. I actually remember it in the next episode, like vividly, how bad it is, yeah. Um, and then you know, I'll let you I'll, I'll let you uh, talk about this one. Uh, but the whole Gus finding out about him actually getting accepted to the school. Oh my God, I mean, we'll get into it in the quotes, but uh, him finding out, you know, in the uh, the basement with the records where Sean apparently got the plague. Uh, great scene there too. But him <laughs> going through the file and peeling through the pages is like, I got it. I was accepted. Yeah, um, I could qualify for financial aid. You know, half the kids here are on stipends. Uh, with yeah. scholarships so like that little angle of the story and then like even in the car ride when he calls his mom i know you're just <laughs> avoiding my calls until i've calmed down about it but it's not gonna happen like his acting is just we always talk about it but it's so fucking good and i absolutely love him in this one i i think you know he he, he steals so many of the scenes even when he's talking about the sliding doors thing back and forth with sean yeah. and like right after that 
uh because <laughs> that's what he references like my life could have been like sliding it's like sliding doors yeah um, which i which i looked up by the way i think i wrote like the synopsis of but it's essentially like you know someone's life is altered because they missed a, a train or something like that so yeah yeah very similar but you know he gus reacted how exactly how because because that's always gus that's his character right yeah. where he's always like trying to you know you know, come off as being very smart, very intelligent. And this is a school that Gus very much would have, you know, fit right in at. And uh, just him, his over the top reaction to this was fantastic. I fucking loved it. Oh, and there was, what, what, what was it? Was it the scene where he is uh, sliding across the table? Uh, where was, was that in the, was that in the teacher's lounge? Uh, so Gus was, um, he was trying to like, uh, like be cool and like slide across the table to talk to the gym teacher, but he just kept sliding and yeah. right up the table. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah and he kind of slides into place. Yeah, oh, that was fantastic. Um, and then you know, and then the other sort of other big moment we've talked about a few times tonight was the uh, was the psychic seminar, physics, the physics of psychics. <laughs> yeah, the paranormal evidence. Uh, you know, uh, everybody's yep. born with a kernel. I was born with a cob, a full cob, two cobs. <laughs> um, just like that whole little seminar thing was hilarious. Uh, we'll get to one of my favorite Gus quotes a little bit later too. But those kind of moments in this show, like that, are stand out. I mean, it's kind of like the uh, the the spellmaster's box at the uh, the spelling bee. Yeah, you know, they they do a good job of building in those big comedy moments and this is just another example of it actually i think that spelling bee one still might be the funniest thing so <laughs> far like the like the most laugh out loud funny psych moment oh uh, yeah my my will always be you know at least up to this point nigel say nigel oh that's true just, but there wasn't ever yeah like yeah. he was great but like that like that whole bit of comedy that like two to three minutes section yeah. oh it's so good and it's yeah, the second episode yeah, that was that was a that was as that was a damn good back and forth, especially you know with those two because they they've got some humdingers. But oh. yeah, you, you definitely going to be putting that one up there. I love, uh, you know, when the when the, the you know one of the one of the kids is he wants to you know how do you get girls you know yeah and so Gus you know does his I got I got this shot you know his his little his little thumb thing uh, on his nose and then uh, you know just makes when asking a girl on a stuff. date. I like to employ the Kadeem Hardison method, which is going to be my quote, but I'll say it now because it's amazing because Kadeem Hardison is the ladies man with a plan. Uh, Dwayne Kalia Fiswain from uh, another world, which is his Halloween costume in the, um, the werewolf episode. So like they, they always reference like the same stuff, but in like a different funny way. And it's fucking hilarious. Put your hands down if you don't know. <laughs> I sense a question Hardison. forming in your mind yeah. right now. If it's how do we ask a girl on a date or who is Kadeem Hardison, put him down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we can we can take a stab at who your favorite character was. I'm gonna uh, oh, I'm gonna okay, go I'm Gus gonna, here. Yeah, Burton, uh, yeah. Burton Oil Can Gus are just an absolute like monster episode. Yeah, he didn't have the line. You know, he, I mean, he had some. He he did have some good lines, but it like. It wasn't like the quick, quippy, you know, as frequent mm -hmm. ones. Uh, but I think for Gus, it was all about his his reactions. Again, like last week, it was his reactions to things. Yeah. Uh, I went Sean because Sean had a lot of really good quotes. Oh, he was quick. Uh, in this one, he was quick. And uh, so uh, I took Sean. I was like, you know what? I, 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 you know, 
I took Gus. I'll, I'll, I'll let Billy have Gus. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, good. Gus was just fucking so good. But Sean, I mean, I think, you know, we usually have the most Sean quotes. I think I wound up getting a lot of Gus ones in here, too. Yeah. But I mean, uh, you know, you, you can start ripping through yours. They were just so good. Yeah, this is my friend Gus. He's a good listener and willing to change everything about himself for a girl. No, I'm not, Sean. Uh, well, I'll, I'll take that. I'll take that, you know. right? <laughs> so, like, this is when Sean was doing his his, his uh, gig with the girl about, you know, is my boyfriend cheating on me yeah. thing. Uh, <laughs> hold it right there, Doogie. Where did you get that juice box and how do I get one? How do I get one in Grape Delicious? Yeah, that's right, Grape Delicious. <laughs> like classic shot. He just want, he, he, he has the, he's he's not grown up, uh, you know, and he never will, and the, and that's why I love. It. And then I love it when they're going through the lost and found, and he pulls out a microscope. Like like who loses a microscope and then doesn't come back looking for it? Yep. You know, like there was just it was just like a bunch of you know uh, a bunch of you know things like that. He didn't want to be called professor. He wanted to be called sensei. Yep. I, 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 Sensei. Yeah, sensei. Um, he says, dude, you didn't even ma- mention Magic Head. So another Magic, he's bringing Magic Head back. You know, just. Uh, I love this one too, where they're, they're doing the bit back and forth about uh, good old Goodell. Uh, oh, and yeah. Have us one of those little omelets over it. I believe it's pronounced umlaut. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've heard it both ways. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, title of the show. And then he's like, we're going to crack this case open like an egg. And then we're going to have some umlauts with shallots yeah. and justice. Yeah, and justice. That was the best part. And justice, because it was just a subtle little pause. His, his delivery on those kind of lines it's tough to pull off and not be corny. And I think he, I think he kills it every single time. Um, and I know uh, our guys, Mac and goo have sworn off this show and won't watch it. But I think if they got to the point where like it was hitting this stride and they saw the deliveries of these lines, cause they're like, yeah, I've seen stuff from the show and like, it's not for me. I think you have to be in it and like kind of feel like the, the momentum of the episode and like how good he is at delivering stuff of the, like this, like yeah. when, uh, and I actually got Mac to chuckle at this during a, a, a stream one time where I said, for the love of Lori Laughlin, yeah. which is a ridiculous <laughs> line, but if you deliver it the right way, it's comedy gold. It's genius. And just yeah. like that, like the, with umlauts, shallots and, and justice. justice. Yeah, it was, it was great. So he had, he, he had some real hung dingers. There were just like those good, like, you know, the thing with the umlaut, just taking something silly like that. And and so uh, he had some great ones. I, I mean, one of, I think one of my favorite things uh, in the show was here with Gus. And so <laughs> they're in the, they, you know, they're in the, you know, they're doing the lecture. And, uh, you know, Gus is trying to portray being a player. And then he kind of gets, you know, uh, shut down a little bit. And, and because he's, he's, you could tell he's got this whole soliloquy he's about to do. And that's when, you know, Sean says the whole thing about, you know, is your question about so-and-so. And then <laughs> Gus just goes, well, listen, you know, it's not your fault. Look at this class. You're all a bunch of dudes. And then you've got two girls up in the back, you know, just with real short hair. And you go, um, we're girls. And the look on Gus's face was just, it was priceless. It's it's fantastic. I absolutely um, love his reactionary faces because he know he got caught right there. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if we mentioned the Sean one, but I have to get it out there because I loved it when you wrote it down. Your plan was brilliant until you got caught oh, yeah. on the wild line <laughs> like a salmon. Like for some reason, the like a salmon sticks out in my mind. And when I was watching this for the first time last week, I was like, does he say that in this one? I was like, it's got to be this one. And then like it got to the line. I was like, yeah, <laughs> it yeah, just kills it. Because what's perfect is the, the subtle pause like on the wild line, like a salmon, you know, with shallots. 
and justice. Mm-hmm. You know, it was like, and this is like we saw a couple episodes ago where shot where guy, I think it was uh see it was season one, it was a tennis one, and Gus had kept keeps trying to, you know, end with like the David Caruso like you mm-hmm. know, line and he fails miserably every time. Where in this episode, Sean nailed it yep. every time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, so, what do we, we got some more Gus here. Uh, oh, I mean, when he's doing his rant on the porch at the end of the show, where <laughs> Sean also has a good line too about, uh, you know, if I if I beat you and Jess, I get the truck for a week. And yeah. then Henry's just like, well, uh, if I win, you wash the truck for a week. What does that mean? I'm out here and Daisy Dukes just yeah, washing day. it over and over again. Um, but when he's doing like the one way conversation on the phone with his mom or his dad, I uh, know his mom. Don't tell me you couldn't afford it. I could have qualified financially. Yeah. <laughs> the, the quality of life. They have 24 hour slushy machines. And this could be my favorite line, even better than the, I've never been car sick a day in my life. Their lockers are made of teak. Yeah. That's the strongest one. You hear that? That's a teak desk right there. It's my grandfather's teak desk. It is, is a it really? very, it is a very hard wood. It is very hard wood. So yeah, I once had a uh, a tiki bar made out of teak. Oh, very nice, yeah. very nice. So it was just, it was great. It was, it was things like that. Like Sean, I mean, Gus just being so upset, yelling at his parents. I could have been know? the next Wittgenstein, by yeah. the way. Who is <laughs> you? You derailed my future because Dad <laughs> hates curvy roads. <laughs> And his delivery of the I've never been and like our girl Gianna was even like the I've never been ca- I've never been car sick a day in my life like is just phenomenal. By the way, I looked up Wit it's it's Wittgenstein and he was a philosopher. Oh, okay, because I tried looking it up, you know, and I'm like I I butchered the spelling, so yeah, there's no yeah. way I was getting W I T T G E N S T E I N. Gotcha. Yeah, I, I think I would wicked inside. W H I C H T. You know, I just I butchered the shit out of it. Yeah. Wick wicked inside. But that was I've never been caustic a day, day in my life. life. It's just, just phenomenal. <laughs> Chef's kiss on that acting job right oh, there. Oh, that was that was actually perfect. And then we had we had a couple here from Lassie. Um, let's see. There was an explosion. I've never had a case. Oh, so this is where he's trying to like. Okay, so now the case has gone just from a bunch of kids complaining about their teacher. Like, there's there there was an explosion here. So Gu- Lassie wants the limelight, which is kind of a jerk move, but uh, his reasoning is sound. Where he tells Jules, he goes, "Listen, there was an explosion. I've never had a case with an explosion before. I've had an assault battery. I even had one via thermometer, but never an explosion. Haven't you ever pictured yourself trying to outrun a fireball down a tunnel?" Like I was, I just like because yeah, that's Lassie. We we've all wanted to be. I mean, who has it? Like you know, either your family or someone who's had an automatic uh, garage door. Mm-hmm. And you close it, try oh, to the, run really the run fast. And slide. And, yeah, exactly. Right. So it's the same sort of thing here. Yeah, you know, I had a couple other ones down, but actually, the best Lassie line I think besides this one was the one where they uh, confused the uh, retired police dog who died, Ooh. Lassie. And it's like, it's amazing what you guys had in common. Strong, dedicated, loyal. Belts in the yeah. ring room. Expressive eyes. Goes like this after he poops. <laughs> and he's like, pretending to like wipe his butt on the carpet. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and like, again, normally I'd hate that in a comedy. But the way they pull it off is just perfect. Yeah, yeah, that was great. Because it was like, it was, it's like unrelated to anything. Like, they could have not used that. It still like would have been fine. But just that added little thing there of them just needling Lassie was just was just perfect because the look on on uh, on Lassie's face too like 
You fucking kidding me? It, yeah. it was a retired police dog yeah. with the same name as me. Like, you got to be shitting me, sort of. Not even, that's not even his name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> his name's Lassiter. Yeah. And then, just real quick, the kids. The kids were yeah. great because, like, they had a nice comedy rhythm. You know, just a nice little trope of, like, you know, he's got Rite Aids under his eyes. Yeah. Rite Aids. What did you just say to me? Crow's feet. <laughs> you squint a lot. And then yeah. they cut to Sean squinting. Yeah. It's just so good. Uh, you guys really are uh, uh, acquainted with the game. Uh, what was it? Uh, game Theory Solomari or whatever it is. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, it, you know, and it's basically good cop, bad cop, dyad. Yeah. Like, I didn't know what the fucking uh, game theory of prisoner dilemma or whatever the hell it was. It had the actual name for it. But right. I love that, like, little formula of, like, the complicated thing. And then that kid is like, you know, let me explain it to you like you're five years old. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, and Lassie's still in the sling. So we know that these episodes weren't filmed out of order. They were, mm-hmm. you know, because uh, he's still in the sling. And, and he's trying to, like, you know, intimidate, intimidate Buzz. And he goes, it's not really intimidating with your arm and a chicken wing, you know, yeah. kind of thing. And uh, so it's like I said, those kids were perfect, but the that the, the ginger kid was just smarmy enough. You kind of wanted to slap in the mouth, you know, but they, they were great. They're a great little, um, uh, you know, addition. And uh, you mentioned the janitor already mentioning his lumbago. Oh, uh, so, good. so that was just a great little line, you know, just a little, like a little dollop of a man. Yeah. So um, with that, let's let's hop into uh, the creamsicle, my friend. Let's do it. And yeah, I mean, I, there was kind of a nickname, I think, in my estimation. The, the, the Ferryman? My ferry. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I just love the, like, the way, uh, you know, uh, my guide across the river sticks. This is Gus, my ferry. Yeah, because I looked it up on the on the wiki, and uh, they didn't they didn't list it. They didn't have anything official. No. And because, uh, you know, ferryman is a term. So like, yeah, you could use it as, you know, calling him his ferry is mm. a bit of a nickname, but we didn't get that classic. Uh, hey, this is you know, tin yeah, we'll chickens. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, um, and the pineapple in this one apparently there was some pineapple objects in Henry's bar that you see when they're all there. Uh, yeah, you know, uh, I think they really get cooking after this episode. Yeah, I think so too because because then at a certain point, they, I mean, they really go out of their way to to put it in your face. Yeah. Uh, no pun intended. um and then what my my favorite thing here is the references so there there were a a shit ton of we had a dirty dancing reference yeah nobody puts them in the corner you sure you're not talking about dirty dancing uh we had a good 21 jump street reference here uh clearly i'm johnny depp sadly you're gonna have to be holly robinson yeah, why can't I be Richard Grieco? Why would you want to be Richard Grieco? Yeah. Uh, we had a nice right said Fred reference. Yeah, uh, uh, SXY. Yeah, we're talking with Mr. Ha there. Are you too sexy for your shirt? Um, oh, and then we, we talked about this one, the um, the sliding doors one. Oh, love uh, it. Which is the Gwyneth Paltrow vehicle, a London woman's love life and career, both hinge, unknown to her on whether or not she catches a train. Uh, we see it both ways in parallel, you know. So that was um, that was a great little reference, and then we get a we get a ghost face killer. Yeah, little you know? uh, little Wu Tang Clang, uh, one of the one of the greatest rappers of all time, ghost face killer. Yeah, so that was that was good. So I I, I liked uh, I don't know what made me think about adding it, but I think just because there were so many of this episode, so we got we got to start uh, you know keeping track of these because they. They, they felt like they came fast and furious. Honestly, I would say by the time it hits like season four, this might be like light work. Like mm. I think in like a few episodes of season four, there's probably like 30 in some episodes. Yeah. Especially might be- the, you have like the Yang ones. There's probably a million. 
Oh yeah, we might just have to do entire episodes just on the references. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> but uh, getting to the ratings, uh, I, I made sure I did it out of eight pineapples uh, yeah. this week, really. <laughs> uh, so I think I originally had it at six and a half, uh, and then I put it at six. Uh, but I, I think six and a half is actually probably more because, like I said, I, I had a day, and when I was typing these <laughs> notes up, uh, you know, I might have been a little cranky. Uh, but six, six and a half, I think, uh, is probably right on par for this episode. Yep, I have it at a, a six point five five. Uh, doing the uh, the real decimal ratings here. I think it's just a notch above, like a very good episode, just because the Gus performance really is memorable to me, and I think that's what's going to separate it. How many memorable things are there from each episode? Right. And like instantly, when I think of this one, I think of the Gus. Yeah. Uh, and I and I think of Fisisix. So, um, there's two really huge things for me in this one that just like scream out to me so that's why it gets the uh the little extra bump there yeah i would say six and a half i you know i should i've, I've had some scotch in me now um <laughs> and i didn't completely choke on it and uh <laughs> i'm less cranky now than i was this afternoon when i was writing the notes but yeah six and a half you know i yeah. think it comes out to like an 80 or something like that a good b minus uh, i think that's perfect wheelhouse uh you know for this yeah, you can always live with the solid b that's what i say oh yeah i made my whole <laughs> fucking career on you know being right in the meaty part of that curve <laughs> so billy come on son come on come, come on, on son what do we got next week uh we have rob by baby uh there actually is a couple of uh things that jump out to me but not as strong i i love the hum anything by philip glass uh <laughs> we get a great nickname in that one as well so it's a fun one uh definitely one i've seen a lot um so it'll be a good one to break down yeah, and uh, where can the people find us, Billy? Uh, they can find us everywhere. Uh, I'm going to get on this week uh, creating some stuff for us. We're going to have a new podcast channel. I'll per- figure out like a schedule where we can release them a little bit by little bit till we get caught fully back up. Uh, our guy Rossi helped us out with that. Speaking of him, uh, PCP has had a, a rough week uh, personally, so we are regrouping. We're going to see if we can get one maybe this weekend, but I'm moving, so... Uh, Maybe next week, maybe a little bit of a hiatus. We'll see if we can re-release. Wait, you're moving? You. Yeah, just down the street. Ah, oh, I was gonna say you better um, not be moving to Vegas, Billy. Uh, that soon enough. Be true. <laughs> soon enough, we can still do the podcast. I'll fly back. Flights are cheap. Um, so find us on the Facebook page, uh, the hashtag Dork Shared Universe. We are there. Uh, as uh, you know, uh, the Jabber would say, we are everywhere you want to be. We're on social media twitter uh don't forget to check out all the other podcasts tldr uh this one obviously was i heard it both ways uh the big ones dork mac and goo and then pcp change my mind did i miss anybody don't forget the streamers yourself uh at backcracker shime time who is live twitching i believe the draft, the draft yep and then he'll be on eei afterwards so if i can make it that late i love hearing shime's opinion on basically everything yeah. but especially the draft because he's now a full uh mock drafter uh davy is always you know going live on twitch he has the fridays uh a uh, little chat there so uh yeah there's plenty of content uh more content than we can even handle all right so until uh next week billy wait for it frank says hi <laughs>